Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you live from Hadfield, Illinois. It's the original Jankster's Halloween Horror Cast. Do you believe in the Boogeyman? that means it's time for our annual attempt at trying to do this halloween music show which probably will end in disaster and tears much like last year's <laughs> don't say that. Uh, i'm peter i'm kevin jank yeah who i am <laughs> well, well I'm, I'm i'm kevin jank <laughs> yes that makes me peter jank <laughs> i thought that's what the route, that's halloween the route we were going today <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, we tried to do this episode last year. I guess we should let people know since they never ended up hearing any of it. Um, <laughs> we basically did a top 15 uh, music, like Halloween song type episode. And I think this is what we we're doing on Skype. And basically the playing the clips had messed up the recording process. <laughs> like it kept scrambling it. So most of it just came out all garbled. So we kind of had to scrap it. And I think we were just didn't feel like doing it again, so we figured we'd do it again, you know, next year. And now that Actually, day has finally come. We, I think we ended up because we we kind of planned out our last year's, um, uh, our like our entire October for like every single week. So it was oh, like true. we didn't really have time to do the episode again unless we just decided to do something different. Yeah, unless we did like two a week or something, which would just be ridiculous. <laughs> right. Nobody wants that. That's too much. It is. A little much, jank goes a long way. <laughs> but before we get into the uh, the list here, I don't want to do a full, you know, like uh, nerd corner, but I just want to go on a little rant here about something that that really was, was bugging me these last couple of weeks. Oh, uh-oh. Is it the silence? You've you've disappeared. Now I'm left in I'm left in wonderment because you've disappeared again, Kevin. Uh, Hopefully you come back. Hello. Oh, you there you me? are. There you are. I'm hearing it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I hate this phone. I'm scared there. I was like, I really <laughs> want to know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's my really itchy butthole. No. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, basically the Flash came back for its new season, season three. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and they made a big deal, you know, like, oh, first episode of this season is going to be called Flashpoint. And I'm like, oh, they finally, they're doing the Flashpoint story. It's, it's going to be crazy. Now, obviously, they, you figured that they had to be, you know, some big differences from the comic book version. Uh, you know, there's really, haven't, hasn't been a Batman, so they probably can't do the thing where, oh, Thomas Wayne is going to be Batman instead, and his wife becomes the Joker and that kind of stuff. Or, it was like, maybe they couldn't even do the Amazons versus the you know, Atlanteans kind of storyline because they haven't really introduced either of those races either. But you figure they're going to do something crazy, you know, something that's equally as as world flippy and, uh, you know, epic in scale or something like that. 
then it, it starts, <laughs> and basically Flashpoint lasted all of one episode. <laughs> it was all resolved within the first episode of the season. And let's see. Uh, Barry's parents, he, he saved his mom, so, you know, his mom's still alive, his dad's still alive. They're both together and happy. All right, seems pretty good so far. Um, he is still working as a CSI, still has his powers. Okay, so far so good. Uh, he he didn't, like, grow up with Iris like he did in the other timeline, but he basically, you know, tracks her down, and, you know, she kind of remembers him from school, and he asks her out, and she's like, oh, okay, sure. And it seems to be going well because she basically is – you find out later that it is kind of bleeding through a little bit, that she does kind of remember him from the other timeline. So that's why she's kind of, you know, feeling the same way as she did it in the other timeline. But so he's basically, things are good with him and Iris. All right. That seems good. Um, his buddy, uh, Cisco, who's like one of the lab guys in, in the regular universe, he's like a super rich, like business owner who like runs a, you know, a science company and he's like super, you know, super rich and shit. And he doesn't really oh. want to help the Flash, but he kind of, he does. Like, he did design the Flash's suit in this reality and stuff, so he does help him. He's not, like, a bad dude who's, like, ruining it, the environment or something, or, like, a super criminal. No, he's a perfectly nice, normal guy. Um, their other lab friend, Caitlin Snow, is apparently a children's ophthalmologist. Like, she's an eye doctor for kids. Seems perfectly happy in her life, so this world seems pretty okay. <laughs> uh and then basically, like, Joe, like, his uh, adopted father, essentially, Iris's dad, he's, like, he's still working on the police force, but he's kind of has a drinking problem now. But this seems like a recent thing, so really, I mean, not that big an issue. You can just get him to stop drinking. Uh, he hasn't gotten fired yet, so obviously it hasn't really gotten that out of control. <laughs> and basically, in this reality, uh, you know, there's, um, Wally West is the Flash. Uh, and he's just kind of has recently become the Flash, and basically there's this rival speedster that Barry and Wally end up teaming up to fight together, and in that fight, uh, you know, the, the rival dude basically, you know, obliterates Wally West, and he's like in a coma, but doesn't even really technically die. So really the only bad thing that happened in this other reality is that Wally West might possibly die, which really only happened because Barry wasn't doing his job as the Flash in the first place. It has nothing to do with him changing the timeline. That's it makes no stupid. fucking sense. Yep. <laughs> but other than that, this reality is perfectly fine. He's <laughs> 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 like, oh no, yes, we've got to go back and change it. <laughs> like, I don't understand why. <laughs> so none the of the superheroes go bad. Fucking waste. Nope. <laughs> There's no world-ending, you know, calamity on the horizon. Uh, you know, no nothing, really. <laughs> Everybody's lives seem just as good, if not better, than they were before, for the most part. <laughs> it made no sense. Concerning. And then the other thing that pissed me off, let me, let me set the stage here for you. So what okay. originally happened was, in, you know, say 2024... Uh, the Flash and the Reverse Flash are fighting. Reverse Flash figures out who, you know, Barry Allen is, and he's so pissed off at him, he decides to go back in time to when Barry was a little kid and kill him there. So he does that. Flash follows him. Um, Flash manages to get Barry to safety, 
while the reverse flash is, you know, sitting there all pissed off and he decides to kill Barry's mom out of spite. So that's what originally happened. And in season okay. two, Barry goes back. Um, he goes back, you know, and basically while his future self is getting young Barry to safety, this season two Barry goes back in time and stops the reverse flash from killing his mom. And that's what creates the Flashpoint universe. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, so what they've decided to do here is in Flashpoint, basically since, uh, I guess what that season two Barry did was once he knocked out, you know, Reverse Flash, he brought him with him basically back to the present, which is now this Flashpoint present, and locked him up. So, okay, the Reverse Flash is in prison. Even okay. though he was originally killed in our, in our other reality, he's already dead by now. So now you okay. have, you know, the reverse flash is alive again, essentially. But, in, okay, so Barry decides, oh, I've ruined the timeline. I have to go back, or I have to, you know, fix it. Um, I, don't know, I guess has to die. But now what would you think he would do at that point? <laughs> um, He's got to go back and undo what mom. he did. <laughs> I wouldn't go back to save my mom. Well, you've got season two Barry, who's already back there saving his mom. Oh. The smart move would be Barry. for season three Barry to go back, like, you know, a minute or so ahead of time and stop season two Barry from doing this, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's logical. I came up that with that the most just there. <laughs> yeah. That would be the logical move. <laughs> you just go back and stop yourself from, from interfering. But no, he decides to let reverse flash out. I'd be like, uh, you have to go back and kill my mom. <laughs> so, with that. so basically, yeah, Reverse Flash is there. He's going to kill Barry's mom. Season two, Barry comes in, stops him. And, you know, his mom's like, oh, great, I've been saved. And then another Reverse Flash shows up and kills her. Why, the Why would you do that? <laughs> you just made this so much more horrible. <laughs> This is very true. And the reverse flash is now alive again. (laughs) And able to roam the time stream, causing problems. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I can can tell that you are upset, and I can understand (laughs) as well. It was truly terrible. (laughs) Let me down on every level. That is just stupid. That is just stupid. <laughs> That's why I can't watch TV shows. They just let me down. Oh, I know. Even when they're going good, like then they end up, oh, they take a stupid turn. But you know what you should watch? Black Mirror. Don't tell me. Jesus Christ, it's oh. so good. Damn it, I need to see that stuff. I forgot about that. Is that is that on yeah, Netflix? Yeah, they just came out with, yeah, they came out with new episodes too. Like it was on Netflix for a long time, uh, but then they just came out with like six new episodes. On Friday, and they're fucking great. Yeah. Damn it! I know you'll yeah, like it because it's I all. I do want to see that. It's all yeah. It's all like individual, you know, little stories, so you don't even have to watch them in any specific order. And <laughs> I know you hate like ongoing TV shows, but this is you know just an anthology. I do. That's good. Oh, yeah, no, so I, good. this is a show that I definitely <laughs> want to take a look at. I remember hearing about it on the radio, and they were talking about it, and it definitely intrigued me. So yeah, I'll it's get really good and like really smart, that. and yeah, just excellent. Definitely recommend it. 
But with that said, uh, I guess let's get into our top uh, 15 here. Got a couple extra spots this week. Oh, boy. Let's see. Where is the old theme song? Got to work some magic on this board this week. (laughs) I loaded so many clips. Hello, women. This is number eight. Now you can all lay them straight. Open the door to your fuzzy elephant. Nine, ten. Never sleep again. All right. Beautiful. Want to kick us off with your number 15? Yep. Yeah, um, so I don't know how, how you have them. I don't know if you put them in an order or if <laughs> I can just say what my actual order is. Yeah, well, I'll just figure it out on the fly. I got them labeled by, you know, name, so <laughs> should be able to find them. Sweet. All right, cool. All righty. Well, my number 15, this one's probably the least Halloween, but I'm not going to lie. Anytime I hear the song, it makes me think of Halloween. That's for sure. Mm. Or at least vampires. My number 15 is a song called I Still Believe by Tim Capello. Oh, yeah. I would say this definitely qualifies. I forgot this song even existed, but once I heard it, I was like, oh, okay. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I know. There's so much sax in that song that it's like I'm not even that angry that you did all that. Um, <laughs> it's so good, though. Like, I really like that song. Um, if you guys don't know, that song is from the movie The Lost Boys. And every time I think of it, all I think of is that, that rave that they're having, but it's obviously happening during the whole vampire shtick. So, it, I don't know. I really do enjoy that song, and it's, it's definitely a good Halloween song. Or at least it puts me in the mood for Halloween, I suppose. Yeah. I saw that the AVGN finally reviewed Lost Boys. Cinemasker. What? <laughs> Can't believe we didn't oh, do man, that. Oh, I already. need to watch that one. 
Yeah, it was, I mean, they're short. They're so, so short this year, it feels like. I know, but they're so good because I like his top 10s or top 15s. They're so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I watched based on his recommendation was Frankenhooker. And God, is it awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that sounds awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, my number 15... It was a good song that we'll never be able to create, recreate, I should say, uh, last year's awesome moment <laughs> where I was like, all right, this song is from a, uh, a Tim Burton movie. It's set at Christmas. <laughs> Want to guess what it is? And you're like, Nightmare Before Christmas. I was like, nope, Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I do remember this. <laughs> but uh, this is a song by Susie and the Banshees. Um, called Face to Face, and this kind of was the song that was playing in the scene where uh, Batman and Catwoman, or Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle, I should say, are dancing at the uh, the Shrek mask, you know, masquerade ball. And neither of them wore masks because I guess this basically is their mask. <laughs> them putting on their normal face. So uh, this was always a good song, and it's kind of very spooky, and it's got all these. It sounds very, very cat-ish with the way they got like the violins and stuff so it's very fitting for Catwoman and for Halloween in general Um, let's see Got a nice little spooky atmosphere. The uh, if you ever see the music video, it's really good too. It's kind of it's it looks kind of like Batman Returns. I think there are some clips from the movie, but it also just kind of looks very dark and eerie and spooky. And I like it a lot. Good call. Good call. Definitely yeah. a good one, I believe. Um, it's got that atmosphere. <laughs> Gotta right. have atmosphere. Well, my else you can't breathe. This is true. <laughs> this is dead true. All right. Well, no. my next song is uh, a song by a band called McFly. When we did this list last year, uh, I went through the entire list, and then I, I thought to myself, I don't know why I didn't put this song on. The song's called Transylvania. <laughs> um, it's super good, and there's a part in the, the song, or at the very beginning of the song, it plays the creepy piano. Oh, so good. I love that piano. But uh, McFly, Transylvania, such a good tune. Um, I had to make my list this year. Okay, let's see. Racing, racing in the dark, she's searching for a lonely heart. She finds him, but his heart has stopped. She breaks down. The story of her majesty, refusing on the song that 
Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't even remember how I found these guys originally. They're a band from England. Apparently, they're huge, like, poppy band from England. So, uh, really? they were in a movie. Yeah, uh, they were in a movie. Oh, man, it was a stupid Lindsay Lohan movie, like, Just My Luck, <laughs> I think. Um, and I didn't even know who they were back then. It wasn't until, like, after I found this band, I was like, oh, that was that band from that movie? I was like, oh, that's weird. I think I saw this movie on a date. Yeah, I would never watch that movie on my own time. But um, (laughs) I will say, though, this band is so good. Um, I don't know. I just don't think they get enough credit here in the States for sure. Um, But they did just release an album with another band that I knew when I was growing up called Busted. So instead of being McFly and Busted, they combined them and called them McBusted. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So they (laughs) released an album together, which was pretty cool. Um, nice, but yeah, like when bands do that. That oh, so cool. But that there it is, McFly. Pretty cool stuff yeah. with Transylvania. <laughs> They're the new Beatles, apparently. Yep. Yes, Who knew? Uh, my number fourteen is going to be another song from a movie. Uh, it's the basically the theme song of the movie. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll give it away once uh, you hear the song here, as the title is in the, the lyrics. <laughs> but it's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. have so much the opposite effect of what it's supposed to. That is very true. I like it, though. <laughs> Me too. That was by a band called the Dickies. We are like a, I think they're Southern California, like punk band. Hmm. A couple of good songs. But none better than that one right there. No, that one's a good one. Uh, all right. Well, my next I song, I, actually, I have... I had this band on this uh, list twice, and we'll hear another one a little bit later. But this song was like the epitome of like this 
weird trilogy of like uh, Five Nights at Freddy's games. Uh, so uh, pretty much giving away like a, a later song. But there's a <laughs> game that came out called Five Nights at Freddy's, and they had I believe four games. But for each game, there's a band called Living Tombstone that, for whatever reason, decided to make a song based off of that game. Um, the second song is pretty good. It's really, really, really good, but I don't think it fits that Halloween theme. But the third song, uh, Diana Fire, is the song that we'll be playing. Um, it's so good. I so love this song. It's so good. Um, that, like, it's my Halloween staple for sure. Like, I listen to this song now. Last year, I listened to it, I think, all of October. Like, I, hold on, let me try to find it really quick. I'll, I can tell you exactly how many times I've listened to this song. Um, but oh, shit. It is so good. Like, I got so hooked onto it last year because, uh, yeah, I remember, I remember I know, man, it last like, year. It was pretty good. Like, it was more interesting than the actual game ended up being, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, was was this song on it last year? I think this one was, yeah. I, I couldn't remember. So I just looked it up, and I've listened to this song at least 60 times. <clears throat> Definitely Damn. my Halloween staple. In just um, the past yeah, year. Giant, yeah, well, I stopped listening to it after Halloween last year, but... Yeah, Dying of Fire. For sure, for sure, for sure. Love this song. All right, let's play it. Animatronics, 
uh, start to come to life. And they actually, and it only happens at night. So they start to come to life and you're supposed to be shutting doors and turning lights on and all this fun stuff to make sure that they don't walk into the office when you're not really paying attention. And it's, the game is nothing but jump scares. But, man, they, they, they do a job enough to where I jump scare and crap my pants at the same time. So uh, essentially what the main meat of the story is – oh, man, let's see if I can try to remember this. Um, so essentially what happens is there's a kid's birthday party, and uh, there is this dude – I think it's I think it's the Purple Man or something like that. There's this dude who walks in. From Jessica Jones. The, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But he walks into the uh, – the the Five Nights at Freddy's or Freddy's, I believe it's Freddy Fazbear or whatever the actual place is called. And he walks in there and he ends up killing this kid and all the kids go, you know, running around and stuff like that. But he ends up actually dying, getting murdered from this dude, this purple dude, which they never explain who he is. And uh, all the animatronics pretty much come to life for some reason. And they take this kid and they throw him inside of the, uh, it's called the Golden Freddy costume. And uh, he comes to life or whatnot. And it's pretty much just this weird protection or guardian. That's what these uh, animatronics are doing now. Is because this one dude killed this kid. Now these animatronics guard this kid. And because you're guarding the place, they assume that you're going to be the one who goes and just kills somebody, I guess. Um, it's this <laughs> weird story, man. And I, I can't even tell you if that's the actual story because this is all just uh, based off of what you think the game is, because after every time you die, I believe in the second one, you play this weird mini game, and the events of what I just said are taking place. So you're trying to, uh, it's this weird little retro game. It's so weird, man, but it's super good. I mean, I highly recommend playing Five Nights at Freddy's a couple times in your life. It's not the hardest game in the world, but it's definitely <laughs> one of the scariest for sure. <laughs> I don't understand how you have not beaten the first night. <laughs> Usually they just give that one I mean, to you. I mean, I hold it down and then I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm sure he's gone by now. No, <laughs> still there, got me. God damn it, I'm running out of power. I don't have enough power to keep holding it down any longer. <laughs> that is kind of funny. There must be something I'm missing. That's slightly funny. I don't understand what you're doing wrong, but I enjoy <laughs> hearing your stories. We'll have to play it together someday. <laughs> you can tell me what the hell I'm doing wrong. How <laughs> oh, I've gone so wrong this. in my life. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my number 13 uh, is going to be a song by the Dead Kennedys called Halloween. Doesn't really get much more Halloween than that. But uh, it's not really like a spooky so- sounding song. It's not really going for that kind of a vibe. It's more just... Uh, it's kind of talking about people who spend all, you know, like all year planning for Halloween and coming up with these great costumes, but then like then the next day they just go back to regular life and like being complete conformists and shit. And like, why don't you ever put any effort into that, into being, you know, unique and original the rest of the year instead of just trying to uh, be a hypocrite and do it this one night a year. Oh, but, uh, here it is, Halloween. Thank you. 
<laughs> I had to go for the end of that song because I just love when they keep saying, why don't you take your social regulations and shove them up your ass? That's a way to end the song right there. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> if it rubs me, all songs would end that way. They would all start with shaking like a dog shitting razor blades. <laughs> yep. That's such a great way to start any song. <laughs> it really is. True, true, true. Alrighty. Well, I guess I'll uh, continue with my next song we have on the list today. Alrighty. Ooh. Well, this next song also comes <laughs> from the movie. That's my scary Halloween voice. <laughs> <laughs> I try to seem scary. Um, my next song is also from the movie. Uh, I can't remember the uh, Lost Boys. That was my impression of the Lost Boys. <laughs> What's that thing? Um, Twenty-four. <laughs> Keep your seven with Sutherland. <laughs> Um, but it's a song called uh, Cry Little Sister. I can't even remember who it's by, but I'm imagining that you found it. I know they made a really cool remake to this song as well, which is pretty good. Um, but uh, Cry Little Sister, they opened the movie with this song, and it's so haunting. It's so good, though. Um, uh, it's so 80s as well. So I think it's a great song. Cry Little Sister. Shit. Um. Let's skip that one for now because I think I have to add it because it's not on here. But I know I had a Perfect. cut from last year. <laughs> Damn it, I thought all I right. had a count. That's all good. Whoops. But the joy of live like radio. <laughs> little sister, thou shalt not you <laughs> for your mother. And that's the song. It's a shorter clip, but it's a greater <laughs> clip because it came from me. <laughs> that was excellent. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. <laughs> well, I will find and add the real one. But, uh, okay. <laughs> Damn it. Why is no one in here? I'm sure I tried to add it. I know the first time I, I like added a bunch of things the first time, and then like I realized I had added the the entire songs, not even the clips. I was like, "Fuck, oh. I'm adding from the wrong folder." <laughs> Why are all these clips three minutes long? <laughs> even for me, that's too much. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Be a really long show. All right. Well. um... Let's see. Well, my number 12 is one of the new ones I put on here this year. Figured I'd mix it up a little bit and change out like two of the songs. So this one is a song by our good old buddy, Weird Al Yankovic. Oh. His second CD uh, in 3D. I know Larry Farish, who is uh, from, you know, the LCS Hockey Show. He really loves this song. And I agree. It's one of his, one of Weird Al's better uh, original songs, I would say. And it's kind of in the tradition of, you know, how in most, a lot of his good albums, like he would end up putting like a really, like a long song at the end of the album, like Albuquerque and Jackson Park Express and the recent one, that kind of thing. This was kind of the first of that, although it's not nearly as long, like Albuquerque is like 11 minutes long. (laughs) This one's only like five and a half minutes long, but you you can tell it was kind of where that tradition was starting out. Um, so this like is a it. song called Nature Trail to Hell, and it's kind of, I think, a tribute to, you know, Friday the 13th and Sleepaway Camp and movies like that. Uh, it's really cool, and I kind of, th- I think I left a gap in here so that we could kind of skip from 
the beginning part of the song to like the end of the song or kind of like the bridge, like the, uh, the extended bridge thing. There's like a really big part in the middle where it kind of gets all operatic and like, there's a huge long bridge <laughs> before they kind of get to the end and they really ramp it up and sing the chorus a bunch more times. But I wanted to get a little bit of that oh. the uh, bridge part there. So it's going to be a little, uh, I think a little gap in there. Here it goes. Nature trail to hell. Pipe in like tons of screaming and like random chainsaw noises and stuff at a certain point. It's, it's really cool. <laughs> it's just like a, it's a long, it's a good long like rock opera kind of a song, but set, it's you know a story about basically like a movie called Nature Trail to Hell, <laughs> but just some murder going around killing children. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. I, then, I don't uh, think I've actually ever even heard that song before. Oh, you should check it out. It's really good. Um, <laughs> the second part, like, is, uh, it's just talking about how gory it is, and like, you'll never see hideous effects like this until Nature Trail to Hell Part Two. But he's like, so bring the kids along. It's good, clean family fun. Oh my god, that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, Nature Trail to Hell. Very good. That's a good. I like it. Alrighty, uh, the next one is actually a more recent song that I added to the list. Um, I mean, I know I added a few, a few of them, but this song actually just came out this year, and for whatever reason, like the the music video is totally Halloweenish, but oh man, the song just is like. There's a part where, in, well, the song's called "Emperor's New Clothes" and it's by Panic at the Disco, um, but there's these background vocals that just it's very creepy. It's like, Finders, creepers, losers, weepers. It's it's so crazy that I don't know. It, it just reminds me of Halloween. So and maybe it's because I just listened to it for the first time in October. But <laughs> that finders, yeah, keepers, losers, weepers. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely it's got that creepy vibe. I think so. I don't know. I like it. Emperor's new clothes. Yeah. 
back to life Done my time and took my sentence Dress me up and watch me die If it feels good, tastes good It must be mine Dynasty decapitated You just might see a ghost tonight And if you don't know, now you know There it is. In all of its that is holy glory. That is the song. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I love yeah. Panic at the Disco, but uh, for whatever reason, like I heard yeah, this one bad. song that came out this year uh, called L.A. Devotee. And it's cool because in that video, they have uh, the one kid from <sighs> Stranger Things. And it's pretty good. Oh, really? I think, like the main I feel kid? like the reason that... Uh, no, no, no. It's the one kid who actually gets kidnapped or uh, lost inside the upside down. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, well. Uh, yeah, well, thank you. So, I <laughs> think the only one whose name I do remember. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Um, but I feel like the reason why they put him in that song is there's like, if you ever listen to that song during the, I think it's the verses, it sounds like the the Stranger Things theme song. It's really weird, or at least has oh. that 80s like vibe. It's so, I'm like, oh, that's the only reason why I think that they would put him in here. But anyways, um, no, I, uh, I, I, listen, I listened to that song, and I was like, did they come out with a new album? And they did, and I was like, oh, my God, this album is great. We'll talk about that later this year, but, oh, man, oh. so such a great song, though, for sure. It's Emperor's New Clothes, which I found out, uh, I did not know this, so I listened to that song a whole bunch of times. And I didn't know that this was a past story, and the story being called yeah. Emperor's New Clothes. Um, do you know anything about yep. the story at Pretty all? Or no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like even know that. Goes and, walking uh, around naked, and <laughs> everyone tells him he's yeah. wearing like a good suit or something. <laughs> yeah, that is that's exactly what it is. And I didn't know that. So when I listened to the chorus, the chorus starts off, "I'm all dressed up and naked." I take what's mine, or I see what's mine, I take it. And I, I didn't know what any of that even meant. I was like, oh, he's just coming up with rhyming words. But now it makes more sense <laughs> after I knew or heard about the story. So. Nice. It's also Very the name of Sinead O'Connor's song back in the day. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Everyone's favorite bald woman. <laughs> I don't know also, about I that. have finally uploaded Cry Little Sister. So before we move on, let's hear a little taste of that. Even though your rendition was, you know, hard to top, we'll let these guys it, try. It, well, <laughs> it's impossible to top now, but that's fine.
that was the newer version, which is nice. <laughs> yep. I enjoy it. Yeah, I think that's one you had me cut up last year. <laughs> yes, okay, this sounds, one sounds about right. That sounds like something edgier than the regular one. <laughs> it's slightly edgier. But yes, "High Little Sister" again is a great song. Also found in the Lost Boys. Good tune. No saxophone. No saxophone in that one. <laughs> Damn it! I still believe you. All right. Uh, so my number 11 is a song that I've considered like a, you know, a big Halloween staple. Like one of the songs that you always hear like around Halloween time at like Party City or Spencer's or something like that when they're playing their little Halloween CDs. <laughs> but last uh-huh. year you said you had never even heard it. So I don't know. But it's called Ghost Town by a band called The Specials. Specials were like an old school uh like one of the very first ska bands, I would say, especially ones that you know, made it mainstream. Um, but yeah, this is a really good song. It's got like a really spooky, uh, like ghost singing chorus kind of a thing, like uh, where they uh-huh. kind of all go, you know, make noises and stuff. <laughs> so it's really good. Um, it's actually a shorter clip, even though it's a very long song, but it's mostly the same thing over and over again. So there's no reason to go too crazy with it. But uh, Ghost Town by the Specials. Use thy voice, da-da! 
Pretty much was the entire song right there. <laughs> it was pretty much the entire song. Yeah, that song's very short. Especially, <laughs> actually, that's actually more than the song. All they do because I've got that exact same version, and even when you YouTube it, it's just the same thing. So essentially, what it is, she only sings it once in the entire movie. But for whatever reason, somebody for the soundtrack decided, oh, we'll just put we'll just put what she's saying twice, and we'll make it a song. <laughs> um, yeah. But come, little children, you if you're from Hocus. Yeah, exactly. But Hocus Pocus is so good. I love that movie so much. I mean, there's nothing really more Halloween than that movie, uh, at least for kids. Except um, for I the mean, sequel it's definitely Yeah, I hope that never actually comes out. Um, <laughs> but I like that movie <laughs> so awful. much. I mean, I even named my cat after uh, Bing. So, I mean, I I totally like Hocus Pocus. In the movie, I think she only could sing it once because uh, anymore the cops would have intervened. Yeah, calling her a pedophile for telling little children to come. <laughs> this is not appropriate. Come, little children, I'll take <laughs> you away. <laughs> by you, she means it. And by it, she means you're semen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so my number 10 is going to be the other new song I added to the list here. Uh, it's a band that's going to come up again a little bit later, but this one is uh, obviously by a band called Oingo Boingo, who's one of my favorite bands. Uh, Danny Elfman, obviously, he was the lead singer and songwriter and all that, and he went on to be a movie scorer and that kind of thing, does songs for movies, especially Tim Burton movies, Never Nightmare Before Christmas, all that stuff. Um, so their songs, even before him like getting together with uh, Tim Burton, were always very spooky and kind of felt Halloween-ish, even if they weren't <laughs> like based on Halloween. Mm. They all had that very Halloween, creepy Tim Burton-y vibe going. Uh, they would always have that that kind of that same kind of sound, and like they had a lot of skulls and skeletons and stuff on their album artwork and all that kind of stuff, and very Day of the Dead oriented. And I think they used to always do like a Halloween show in Los Angeles. Could have gone to, but they stopped in like 1995. 
I was definitely not in a place to be able to go out to Los Angeles in 1995, 13 years old. <laughs> oh. So, unfortunately, I missed out. <laughs> uh, this is a song okay. called No One Lives Forever. Uh, it's a very good song. It was used very effectively uh, in the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. There's a part where Leatherface and the other people are chasing these two guys on the highway, and this song is playing on the radio and stuff the whole time, really loud. And it's really cool. It's really haunting and stuff in there and really well done. It's, I wouldn't be surprised if they used it in other horror movies because it's, it's definitely very fitting. Uh, it's got a very horror movie-type sound. Um, and it's basically it's a song about, like, like everybody's trying to, you know, stay one step ahead of the Grim Reaper, and you're trying everything you can to, you know, keep him from getting you. But one of these days, he is going to get you because no one lives forever. cut there where I cut to like the kind of bridge part which is kind of spooky and I like that part so I wanted to get that in there too but it's just a very good song uh, it's got you know that the guitar like at the beginning and that kind of thing like that just I don't know it sounds like a like a chainsaw or something coming after you but uh, it's just really cool and I like that song a lot it's very very good and spooky hmm pretty cool yeah I like the lyrics they're very good Huh, very cool, very cool. Uh, let's see. Okay, so my next one is the Five Nights at Freddy's song that I kind of briefly talked about earlier. Um, this one's <laughs> a cool one. I really like the song. Um, I think it's definitely catchy, um, but, I mean, it, it just kind of fits with, like I said, it's a, it's a pretty scary game, and I think it does the trick. Um, the song is called Five Nights at Freddy, and, again, it's by the band Living Tombstone, so... Uh, very neat song. I like it. Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs>
classic tale of Freddy and his five knights. <laughs> the one weird thing about this five game is because it's table. called Five Nights at Freddy's, um, you only are doing this job for five nights. It's really weird. Um, they don't really explain why it's only five nights. You just hired for this job to be a security guard for only five nights, so kind of peculiar. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you said you keep going back apparently. Five nights, Freddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's how many games? There's like four different, four or five games. Yeah, there's four of them now, I believe. They may have made a fifth one. Who knows? So for some reason, they keep needing a guy to fill in for a week. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. All right. That's my one, though. Okay. Uh, my number nine, I think, Ron, is going to be a song. Um, I did, like, a mashup version of this last year because there's a lot of people that have covered this song. But I'm just going to go with my favorite one this year. Uh, the song, again, is called Halloween. Uh, this is kind of like the Dead Kennedys one, but this is another song where it's just flat out called Halloween. Um, it was originally by the Misfits. Misfits one is good. It's it's a little you know a little slow. Not quite their best, I would say. <laughs> uh, a lot of bands have covered it. Dropkick Murphys, Alkaline Trio did like a really slow piano version of it. Uh, but probably my favorite one of all the different covers I've heard of this Halloween song is by the band AFI. And so I'm going to play their version, or a little piece of their version anyway, um, right now. I think you played it last year, and I, for whatever reason, don't really remember it. But actually, I do yeah, I said I did like a mashup. I think I cut out little pieces of all of them and kind of stitched it together. <laughs> but oh, my, that's right. I like that one the best, so I played a full, you know, kind of a segment of that one. I like that song a lot. Oh, like, such it, a good it, song. it feels like it's an AF should be an AFI song, even even if not originally theirs, because it just Davey Havoc's that's... voice seems to really fit well with it, and they do it very, you know, quickly and with their AFI sounding guitar, which is very great. So they're just very, very custom made for those kind of <laughs> Halloween theme songs. Fair enough. I I do like that song. I forgot about that one. Yeah. It's a good one. All righty. Well, I know you kind of mentioned a little piece of something earlier when you were talking about that and that just so happened to be a song that I'm talking about now. I think I know where you're going. Man eater. (laughs) Actually it's I Still Believe by Tim Capello. Hit it. (laughs) 
That's the wrong sax solo. I know, that's the wrong song entirely. All right, so my next song is A Little Piece of Heaven by Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, God, the song is so good. Um, they got, uh, I love this song. I guess, a few of the people from Oingo Boingo to help them with this jam. And you could definitely tell. It sounds almost like a oh, yeah. like a Danny Elfman tune. So, uh, <laughs> oh, man, so good. So I don't know if anybody knows this, and I probably explained it last year, but apparently nobody decided to listen to it last year. Um, so <laughs> I mean, most people don't um, normally decide to listen to it anyway, but they didn't have the option to listen to it. No, <laughs> they, they just the didn't listen to it. Not listen. <laughs> but uh, this song is pretty much, I like to explain the song. The song is yeah. two people that are in a relationship, and the guy decides to kill his girlfriend, and then he has sex with his dead girlfriend. And then she comes back to life and kills him. And then <laughs> they get married and go on a killing spree. Oh, God. I don't know where this idea came from, but it's so great. Tell it's all this time. Beauty <laughs> and the Beast. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Where's the teacup? Where's the teacup? <laughs> the teacup's like, oh no. Chip, cover your eyes. He's having sex with that corpse again. Can it all this time? With the, you got to have the fountain spray with the youth whenever. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I hope so. This is definitely the longest clip. I think it's like over two minutes, but it's worth it. <laughs> I wish I could play the entire thing. Oh, boy. It's, it's such an epic song. Like, it goes on forever and ever and just goes different places, and it's just great. <laughs> oh, it is. It totally yeah, it is. Bye-bye. And a word to the wise when the fire 
good. I love that song. Such a great song. <laughs> Such a, a great, like, catchy that's tone. an epic song. Um, I, I YouTubed their uh, live version of that song, and even when they play it live, it's so good. Um, nice. It's so good. That. There's so many great instruments in there. It's just, it's just, it's a plethora of great music. Yeah. I think I finally used that word. That's a song that people don't great. make these days. It's true, man. It's so true. It's just this epic, um, I don't know, orchestrated event, honestly. It's just, I feel like it's just this crazy, amazing story that just kind of unfolds, even though it's not the, the uh, what, what what's the words I'm looking for? It's not the story <laughs> that everybody wants to hear, but it's a story that I highly enjoy. <laughs> you just don't hear it anywhere else. It's a really good song. <laughs> I like it a lot. Got Little piece of it <laughs> exactly. So thoughtful. <laughs> oh, it's so great. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that song. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my number eight is going to be a song by your favorite band in the whole world, The Cure. I'll take that as confirmation. Uh, this is a song from their uh, 1989 album, Disintegration, which is one of their best albums, I would say. Uh, one of the most classic, for sure. Um, this is a song called Lullaby. It's very spooky, and uh, it's about, like, a Spider-Man, but not, you know, the Marvel-type Spider-Man who saves you. It's about a Spider-Man who eats you, and he's all spooky. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a really cool uh, creepy video where like Robert Smith is like laying in bed like kind of in the you know under the covers like all curled up and like shivering and stuff and there's like these weird ghosts like there's like a revolutionary war like drummer boy ghost and stuff and like some other ones and the ghosts are all covered in cobwebs and stuff it's it's pretty cool um, but yeah here's the song Lullaby It just it makes that it even like scarier when he, he kind of starts whispering at certain points. Like it's so so spooky that he's got to whisper. The Spider-Man doesn't hear him. <laughs> <laughs> this is a like great it. song, and I remember like I first realized like how like cool and spooky it was. Like I think way back when we were at our old house in Burbank, and like I was downstairs, you know, like burning CDs one night, and uh, 
I think I had my headphones on and I was went to like, you know, turn the computer off and everything was going to go upstairs to my room. And I had that song. It just happened to be on and my headphones, like the house is all dark and stuff. And I'm just got that song in my head. I'm like, oh, this is spooky. I love it. <laughs> oh, I think you actually talked about that the exact same story last year. <laughs> I always think of that for some reason with that song. <laughs> so good. All righty. Well, I will guess I will continue my list of a song called Kidnap Sandy Claus by Corn. This is from that uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't really like Corn at all. But for whatever reason, man, this guy can slap some bass in this song. It's so good. Um, I don't condone Corn, though. Just know that. Either one, the K or the C. But Kidnap Sandy Claus. That's my number, whatever the number we're on right now. I can't even hear Kevin, but that's all right. Corn. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. That's what I wanted to hear. All right. Fucking <laughs> ear. I keep hitting things with my ear, and it messes everything up. All right. Here we go. so much for and like I said I don't really like corn at all and again I don't condone the corn but it, that song just <laughs> really is just I don't know man it pumps me up I guess but it's truly a, <laughs> oh it's truly a good good jam yeah I like the original better but <laughs> I would imagine you would big red very nice La 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 la. Mm-hmm. I even like the way he does it. It just sounds so good. I don't know. Yeah, that part's not bad. I'll give it that for sure. That's good. All right. That's good. Uh, my number seven is a song by. I think this is a uh, white zombie. I was gonna say Rob Zombie, but I'm pretty sure this one is still with uh, white zombie. So this was originally from the Crow City of Angels soundtrack, everyone's favorite Crow movie. <laughs> this was better than some of the only one you need to know about. <laughs> Which again, not really. I don't know if it's that much of a scary movie per se, but it definitely, it definitely sounds like it should be on like a scarier movie soundtrack. Uh, the song is a cover of "I'm Your Boogeyman," which is like an old you know disco song. Uh, but he did it all, you know, Rob Zombie style and made it very scary. And um, I think I, I kind of feel like this was on every horror movie commercial or, you know, end, 
and credits of every horror movie in the late 90s, but maybe I'm just remembering that because it seems like it should be, but it feels like it. if they didn't do that, they missed out on the golden opportunity because <laughs> it definitely seems like it would be fitting. Um, so this is I'm Your Boogeyman by White Zombie. Uh, I just like that he kind of took like a kind of a goofy 70s disco song. It was really more about boogieing than <laughs> an actual boogeyman and kind of just turned it into a, uh, like a much scarier, <laughs> edgier version, which kind of works out. And I, it's cool how like at the beginning there, he's got the little clip from uh, from Halloween. With the kid's going, he's going to get you. He's going to get you. And then, like he ends up making remaking Halloween later. Some weird foreshadowing right there. Oh, that's true. So true. It's good. I, I like that song. I actually have I've heard that one as well, which is always nice. Yeah. That was a good one. I yeah. enjoyed that one. For sure, for sure. Alrighty. Well, let's go to my next Jamalama Ding Dong. Um, this one is a song. Uh, instead of it being by McFly, this one's called McFly, and it's this band <laughs> called uh, Pinkly Smooth. Um, this song is weird. Like I don't even remember. I totally thought this was McFly again. <laughs> I didn't even realize that that was the title. Yep, no, nope, totally the title. Yeah, I know it's weird. Um, this is uh, <laughs> I don't really know how to put my like I don't know where I found this band. I remember like going through. Oh man, it was like when I was in Iraq. Uh, like everyone because iTunes was like my best friend there because we couldn't really access a whole lot of stuff. But for whatever reason, I was able to get at least iTunes. And it would always have these suggested bands. And I feel like that's how I found these guys. Mm. But it, it's like, I think it's the only album they ever had. It was only like five songs. Like every song is oh, shit. really like weird. But I really do love this song, McFly. It's like the creepiest song they have. Um, it always reminds me of just like something like airy or like spooky kind of stuff. So this is a good song. The band, again, is called Pinkly Smooth. So you know that they're strange. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, let's see.
This could be catastrophic. My pollution. Oh, I love that song. It's <laughs> a good tune. <laughs> I, I like think this movie was your new thing in high school, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it was, actually. That's kind of weird. I never even <laughs> put two and two together. <laughs> but now still, we all know. They must have been one of those kids in my algebra class. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I really like McFly. It's such a good song. Uh, the weird thing is, is like, I, it sounds like you got a good version. Like, the version I got off iTunes, like, the sound is so low, you can barely hear it. You have to blast your, like, your MP3 player or uh, iPod or whatever, just to hear what they're saying. It's so weird. I don't know why it <laughs> came out like that, but yeah. Huh. That is McFly <laughs> by Pinkly Smooth. If I remember, I'll send you the one I got off Soul Seek. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number six is a song... I mean, I think this, again, last year you like had never really heard it, you said. But, I mean, I consider this a Halloween classic. Like, this is one they play on Q101, like, every Halloween for sure, uh, like a bunch. Especially when they – even more so, I would say, back in the day when they used to do, like, the retro brunch and retro lunch and all that kind of stuff, which I absolutely loved. <laughs> I may have been the only one, but I loved it. <laughs> it was, like, a whole, like – I think, like, every, you know, lunch hour they would play, uh, like, an hour's worth of 80s songs or, like, early 90s. And then they would do like a three or four hour block of it, like on Saturday or Sunday morning, I think it was. I used to love that so much. I'd get ready with my tape recorder and just record away (laughs) all these good songs. (laughs) Those were the days. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this is a song by the band Ministry. Uh, It's an 80s song. Ministry was like, they're a weird band. They're from Chicago, actually. And like, they were. Like, I liked their early stuff in the 80s, and then they decided to become all industrial and kind of go, like, the Nine Inch Nails route. But, like, I do like, like Nine Inch Nails, but the way Ministry went was, like, even more extreme. Like, it was just, you know, horrible screaming and, like, oh, <laughs> I don't like this anymore. <laughs> You've changed. They, <laughs> at least had a couple of years where they were really good. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is from those years. Uh, this is a song called Every Day is Halloween. Bop, bop. 
love it. So good. I like it. It's a good, like, extended dance version. So it goes on for a while in the actual version, but it's good. I just, I love it. It's nice and catchy and, I don't know, very good and electronic. I like it. Yeah, no, that's good. I like that, too. That's definitely 80s-esque. That's for sure. That's for Shirley Show. Alrighty. Well, my next jam a ding dong is a song mm. called Spooky Scary Skeletons. Because it's a great song. Um, so there's two different <laughs> versions. Uh, I'm <laughs> sure you're going to play the original version, uh, but there is a version also by the Living Tombstone which is also really, really good. It's more of like this weird techno-ish Ooh. feel, but oh, it's so good. That um, sounds kind of interesting. Who knows? I'm going to check that out. Yeah, dude, definitely give it a give it a whirl. But uh, yeah, no, uh, Spooky Scary Skeleton is a pretty great song. It's like a song that I remember from when I was a kid. Uh, there was a cartoon based on it, and they just played it like every Halloween. And uh, it's super good. I, I really like it. It's very catchy. So that's... Spooky I saw the cartoon skeletons. recently, I think probably or probably last year when I was cutting out the clips, I think I looked it up on there. I don't think I'd ever seen it because like, there's probably something they play on like Nickelodeon or Disney Channel or one of those things, which I've never had cable. <laughs> so I was oh, really? But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's a classic. But, yeah, that's a classic. Good catchy song. And here it is. The other one's really, really good. I highly recommend it. It's cool because it's like a, it's like sped up too. So it's like spooky, Ooh. scary skeletons and shivers on your spine. <laughs> like it's 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 definitely sped up, but it's got <laughs> that, like, sounds like Mr. Aladdin at that point. <laughs> oh, that's just my Mr. voice. Mr. Aladdin, sir. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. It's very close to that. <laughs> Similar team. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number... What do we got? Five? Yeah, five. So my number five is going to be a song by, you know, good old punk band Ramones. 
Um, they were obviously, I think uh, Stephen King was a big fan of theirs. So I believe he asked them to do a theme song for Pet Cemetery. I think that's how it happened. Uh, I think they had, he'd used some of their stuff in other movies, and he was definitely a big fan of theirs. So I think he reached out, uh, and they ended up writing the theme song for one of his movies. Um, movie was Pet Cemetery. Uh, I believe it was on their ninth. I think the song came out like eighty seven or eighty nine, something like that. Uh, whenever that movie came oh. out. Um, you, have you seen Pet Cemetery? Oh yes, yes I have. I love that movie. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Definitely different. <laughs> the scariest part is that, like, the sister just had, like, spina bifida or whatever it was. Oh, I know. That part? that part was insane. It's so, like, so that, weird every night out of nowhere. Like, they, uh, man, I watched that, like, by myself when I was a kid. I think it was at, like, my grandma's house or something like that. And I was watching it, and uh, I think that really kind of got me going. And then it showed up where the guy... Had like a half a face or half a head or something like that. I can't re- really remember. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the guy who like dies early on, he's like movie. a ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I had to stop the movie pretty much at like the midpoint of that movie because I was like, I can't. Because this was like late at night, <laughs> and I was like, I can't finish watching this. So uh, oh, I immediately shit. turned it off and I turned on some cartoons, and then I was like, oh, okay, I feel a little bit better. And then when I woke up, I watched the rest <laughs> of it, but I was like, oh my god, that movie is too much. Damn. Yeah. That's how I felt. That is intense. All right, but here is the uh, the theme song from the movie, Pet Cemetery, um, by the Ramones, and here it is. seen it <laughs> but you really should have because it's a pretty great movie <laughs> it is it is a good movie uh, that's for sure it is kind of crazy like how they did some of the stuff with the kid near the end like it was fairly good for the time it was that's super true super true <laughs> it still holds up pretty well yep the sequel is I pretty terrible with, with good old Edward Furlong but the first one's very good I didn't even know they made a... Well, I heard that they made a Pet Cemetery too, but I did not know that Edward Furlong was in it. I wish he'd stop touching me. <laughs> yeah. After Terminator 2, he should have just kind of been like, I'm done. <laughs> I had my run. Like the little yeah. girl played Newt in uh, Aliens. <laughs> like, where she's just like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I did the aliens. That was good. I'm done. I think she became like a teacher or something. <laughs> In that cemetery, don't want to live my life again. Ah, I love the Ramones. <laughs> They're still around. Like so many of them died. Like the majority of the band. I think the original drummer is like the only one left. Jesus. Yeah, they dropped. They all dropped relatively young. I think they, they retired in like 1995 and then gradually started dying off in the next like 10 years. It's like, Jesus Christ. My God. <laughs> if only they had buried them in that pet cemetery and they can come back and play a show. <laughs> It'd be worth the potential <laughs> for getting murdered. <laughs> Maybe they should have gotten pet cemetery buried because I agree. Good God. We could have had the Ramones still. <laughs> yep. Would have been worth it. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, number four. All right. Yeah, I think so. Let's uh, let's get on with it, shall we? So let me uh, take a look at the list. My number four is Living Dead Girl by Rob Zombie. So Rob Zombie, oh, man, I was decided to do a different one. There's so many good Halloween-flavored Rob Zombie songs. Yeah, there are. Um, I mean, you got uh, Dracula and uh, what was that? Uh, man, I almost give you a different one instead this time, but I was like, oh, you know what? And it doesn't work. But uh, <laughs> it is yeah. This one is a classic. This one is a classic, and I think that's why I stuck with it. I'm trying to find the other Rob Zombie one. Uh, oh, Jesus Frankenstein! I almost gave you, or Werewolf <laughs> Baby, or or Virgin Witch. Uh, there's so many good <laughs> I've never ones. Heard those, or but Werewolf I now. Oh, dude, they're good. Oh, Werewolf Women on the SS. <laughs> um, I almost gave you some of those, but I had to go with the classic. And I almost went Dracula, but I think last year I did Living Dead Girl as well. So I figured yep. I'd go with it one more again. So Living Dead Girl by Rob Zombie. Great tune. Good feel. Has a great sense of abilities. <laughs> good beat you can dance to. All right, let's play it.
<laughs> Never I don't know mind. if my I don't know if my delay is coming in like really bad, but I'm trying to sing it right <laughs> on the money. But I'm sure there's a delay, so that that's probably not on the money at all. It's in it's in like stereo now. It's got like an echo effect. <laughs> Reverb. Good, good. That's what I wanted. <laughs> what are you thinking about? <laughs> Was that you on the soundtrack all those years ago? Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy that he uh, hired me. That could have been for this. Um, <laughs> well, it was, it was, and that's why it sounds kind of girlish. Um, but it's it is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. Just don't judge me. <laughs> he gave you good tips on how to groom your beard. Yeah, very true. Very very true. <laughs> Good choice, good choice. Yeah. What are you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what any of the words are. <laughs> Nobody does. I just don't That's know why I had to fit in and get to at least the one part where people knew the words. <laughs> True. That living dead girl. <laughs> know that part. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I also helped him with that, though, too. <laughs> Test three is when you give me all the answers. <laughs> what are you thinking all right. about? <laughs> thinking about my number four. Yes. Uh, my number four. I know last year we did a list, uh, like, our top, you know, favorite monsters. Um and that was a good one. Good, like, movie monsters. And those are all scary monsters, but really the scariest monster of them all is the monster that lives in Fred Schneider's pants. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a song. I think it was from, like, 1984. Fred Schneider, the B-52s, had a solo album with uh, a song called Monster. And it's got a great music video. I highly recommend checking it out. It's fucking I highly recommend everybody stay so and... far away from this. Just stay away. <laughs> no, this is the best song ever. <laughs> God damn it. Just check it out, and I think you'll all agree with me. Monster by Fred Schneider. Shut the window, bolt the door, don't want to see that monster no more. I've probably listened to most in my entire life because it's just that great. 
<laughs> Entirely too long. I still remember when I first discovered it. Like it was, I think, freshman year of college. Like I uh, had started listening to some B52s uh, that I'd been downloading, and then like I noticed that the uh, this like little video store they had in like in town on campus, and I had like B52s um, like VHS tape. I'm like, oh, with, like, different videos of theirs. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll rent it and check this out. And, like, at the very end, they had this Fred Schneider solo video on there. And I had no idea what it was. But as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. And the video just made it even cooler. Because <laughs> it's so terrible. It's, like, cheesily terrible. <laughs> it is pretty terrible. You were correct. <laughs> but I love it so much. So yeah, tell everyone check that song out. You'll thank me later. Don't tell everybody to check it out. That's not what we want. <laughs> when it comes into a room, people hit it with a broom. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> what kind of life is that for your monster in your brains? <laughs> no life for mine. <laughs> All righty. Well, I'm going to go with my number three. We need to skip over this segment. Um, <laughs> my number three is the Monster Mash, and I think I got you to get the Vincent Price version. I don't know. Yeah, if actually, I think both. Do you want me to do the original? Uh, no, do the Vincent Price one. Oh, uh, I didn't even find that one. I got the original, or I got the Misfits one. Oh, do the original one. So, well, real quick. So, uh, I was looking up online. I know they have a Misfits one, which is really good. I do like that one a lot. Um, but uh, I think the original, I think, pans out just slightly better because it's the original. Um, but yeah, it's a classic. Uh, I was looking up. Is. Exactly. But I was trying to find uh, other, you know, other versions of this song. I know last year I did the Misfits, and uh, I was like, oh, you know what? I do like the original. And then I listened to the whole Vincent Price, and I was like, oh. This is so good. Because, uh, I mean, it's a price. His voice is just priceless. So I was like, oh, this is really, really good. So I, uh, I, I definitely that. recommend anybody. Yeah, you got to look it up on the, the YouTubes. It's good. Super good. But anyways, here's the Monster Mash. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. Lab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. He did the monster mash from my laboratory in the car police to the master bedroom where the vampires. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. They did the monster mash. That's the monster mash. Yeah, that's a classic. I'm sure everyone in the world knows that song, but it's for a reason. Indeed. Indeed. 
It's like the original uh, Halloween no, song, it, probably. It, it probably is, man. I'm pretty sure it is. It's, it's super good, though. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, it just reminds me of pretty much just my younger childhood when I was uh, when Halloween would come up. So it's, it's just pure amazement. So <laughs> I agree. So right. there's that. <laughs> there's that. That's a thing. <laughs> uh, my number three is by a little band that we both love dearly, The Offspring. Uh, it's from oh, their yeah. first album, the one that I don't really like very much. <laughs> There's only a couple songs that I really ever bother listening to, this being the main one. Um, this is a song called Beheaded by The Offspring. Watch my girlfriend come to the door. Drop off her head, she falls to the floor. I watch my face and chuck it up low. Really make my mother go. Wrap a towel on the bloody stump. Take my baby body to the city jump. Then wipe the mess off the bloody axe. Scoop all the heads in my pull up sack. Be headed. Watch you burn like a garden hose. Be headed. Bloody mess all over my about a uh, a guy who uh, likes to cut off people's heads. <laughs> his mom, his dad, his girlfriend, you know, anybody. Basically, he's like they're like Pokemon to him. He's got to catch them all. <laughs> yep. And he keeps a whole collection of them in his room. <laughs> it's so weird because, like, you can definitely tell this is early offspring, and I think they were kind of, like, trying to figure out what their band was about. <laughs> this was them trying to be, like, the Misfits kind of, like, like there was like Misfits and all those other bands that were at the time they were kind of like trying to write all these horror theme songs, and then like Offspring was just like, oh, we'll sure. try that out. <laughs> Didn't really stick, but <laughs> it worked for what it was for sure. That's true. It was trueish. No, that's a great song. <laughs> trueish and Jewish. I like that song because I love that band. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't wait for the right. new album well, to num- come out, but. It's not looking good for this year. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's definitely sad. Definitely sad indeed. <laughs> um, my number two is Time Warp from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't know what it is about this oh, yeah. like movie. So they just came out with another one on Fox. And I don't even know what to think about you it. I know it? Tim Curry had that. I watched most of it. Um, it wasn't bad. It was definitely better than what I was expecting because I was not – down for the Frankenfurter that they chose, but when I saw her, I was like, 
<laughs> she's actually really good. She actually does well. Um, I like well, that Tim Curry was. Uh, I know it, it. It's it's nothing comparable to the first. I'll tell you that. Um, there's a lot of actors in the movie that I thought were horrible, just flat out like <laughs> that should not have. Been, like the person who played Riff Raff, I hate him. Get him out of there. Um, <laughs> honestly, the best person probably was the Frankenfurter. Uh, I can't think of anybody else. Oh, and then the chick who always wore the top hat in the original one, she was in the mm-hmm. not the original girl, but the you know the person who was playing that part. I thought she was really good. Oh, and uh, I I did like Eddie. I mean, it's not meatloaf or anything, but it was definitely uh, he was cool. <laughs> I liked him. But everybody else, I did not like. I hated the Frankenstein monster. Oh God, he was so bad. Oh, I I hate him so bad. <laughs> It seems like one of those things that you really shouldn't remake because it's like it's so much a product of what it was, like the time and the place. Like it'd be like trying to remake Clerks. It's like the premise. There's not really a premise that you really need to remake here. It's it wouldn't be the same thing anymore. Exactly. Honestly, they just they literally that's all they did. They just reskinned it with a newer modern time. I did not I did not agree with them redoing this because it's such a modern a cult classic. To where mm-hmm. every it's the only movie that they've played in theaters every single year for the last thirty years. <laughs> like, there's no other movies like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, something that's uh, that I, you know beloved. You don't you don't mess with that stuff. No, <laughs> remake Pumpkinhead and shit like that. The people, <laughs> it was a good idea, but they didn't really carry it out necessarily the best. Exactly. I hate when they do stuff like that. But, um, anyways, time warp. The original Time Warp is a classic, classic song. It just makes you think of Halloween every single year. So, yeah. Time Warp it is. Definitely. It's just a jump to the left. With your hands on your hips. into the time slip and nothing can ever be the same you say start a sensation like you're under sedation like I said just an instant classic when you think of it you think of Halloween I just love that mm-hmm. it's a great song it's a great movie. It's so weird yeah. and so out there. Tim Curry is amazing. Um, it's, it's a classic. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Any song that talks about pelvic thrust, you know you're in for a good time. Yep. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> I hear yeah, that. That's definitely a good call on that one. I like it. All right. Uh, so my number two going to be uh, by a band called the Toy Dolls, who are one of my favorite punk bands uh, from, like, they got started probably in the early 80s. 
Um, this is a song that they did a cover of, like, you know, a classical song. I don't remember who actually wrote it. One of those famous composers, I think. <laughs> but uh, it's called Toccata in D minor. Oh, how did I not put this song on there? on my list last year? I completely forgot to put it on this year, or did you put it on your list last year? Yeah, I put it on my list last year and this year. Oh, man. God damn it. I think I put another one <laughs> on my list last year after you played that, which was like the Worms, like the, the Hell Level in uh, Earthworm Gym. I oh. really forgot about it up until just now. <laughs> I remember that. So it's good. But yeah, Skyline the Minor, so good, man. I love that song. Yeah. It just basically took this old, you know, haunting, like Halloween, you know, it sounds like a haunted house song. I think they play it a lot of haunted houses, I'm sure, and stuff like that. And they just, like, took it and punked it up and made it super fast and awesome. So, can't go wrong with that. So true. So true. You can't. <laughs> All right. Let's do number one. My number one is This Is Halloween by Marilyn Manson. Oh, God, I love this song. Oh, I don't even know what else to say about this song. This song is just so good. Every time I hear it, I just get so excited about it because it's just a, it's just so good. I can't, I can't say anything else about it, honestly. Musically, it's it's decent. I just don't like his singing, and he can't do all the voices and stuff very well. So it's just like, oh, it's not the same as the original, where they have a bunch of different people doing voices and stuff. So, but I don't know. I think he does a good job. <laughs> Let's see.
love it now. Everybody's waiting for the next surprise. Skeleton jackets. You know who does a horrible <laughs> version of that song is uh oh damn it, what the hell's the name? Uh Panic at the Disco. Oh god, it's so bad. <laughs> like I love Panic at the Disco, but he does a, such a horrible job. I wanna kill myself. <laughs> I think I heard that, but it's been a while. <laughs> if I'm ever Just feeling awful. super depressed and need to cut myself, I'll listen to it. <laughs> yep. Well, that's what would happen. You would cut yourself. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad, good. dude. It's bad, man. Like, it's so weird. Is it better or like... worse than Flyleaf's version of what's this? Ooh, it, it's on par, dude. The problem is, it's like, <laughs> what's this is so monotone, and so is This Is Halloween by Panic! at the Disco. He oh, just yeah. stays monotone throughout the whole thing. It's like, <laughs> there's so many voices that are going on, you can't just sing the same thing. Like, at least Marilyn Manson lowers and raises his voice to, like, and fluctuate the different voices that are in this town. And then Panic! at the Disco is like, skeleton, or uh, this is Halloween, this is Halloween, everybody's waiting for the next surprise, skeleton jackets, and it's just like, it, it, there's no <laughs> change, it's all, he's just singing the song. It's not good. He needs to quit while he's ahead. Oh, we've lost you again, Kevin. I think you bumped nope. your ear sockets. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can barely hear you. You're coming in crackling like, crackling like a witch. Nope, I've lost you again now. Still can't hear you. But I can I can feel you in spirit, but I still can't hear you. I can barely, I, I mean, you're barely, come, like right now, can you hear me now? at all, but. Oh, there you go. Can you hear me? Good. All right, you're good. Huzzah. <laughs> all right. Um, well... My number one, as I mentioned before, we're going to be getting back to the Ongo Boingo realm. Uh, we are going to go with my number one is going to be an Ongo Boingo song as well. Uh, this is kind of their, I'd say, the quintessential Halloween song. They have many, I mean, like I said, all their songs kind of sound Halloween related, but this one's called Dead Man's Party. Uh, obviously, it sounds very much like you should be playing it at all your Halloween parties. <laughs> and um, it, they did they did an appearance in the movie Back to School, the Rodney Dangerfield movie. Where, like, uh, since he's so rich, he hires them to come play his Halloween party, and they're playing this song. So, uh, this is the quintessential kind of Halloween party song. It's party, and here it is. Dead man. I got my best, I had my time. Shining through the dining room, either 
Oh, classic. That is a classic. That that song I actually do know. Um, and that's not a bad yeah. song. That's a that's a good tune. That's for sure. Yeah, it's good. It's catchy. I love it. And uh, actually, there's yeah. another Uncle Bungo song that's really Halloween-ish uh, called Insanity. I'm going to play the whole thing at the end of the show. <laughs> so stay tuned. There you go. <laughs> stay tuned for an entire song of Insanity. Um, <laughs> no, good, good choices there. I like them. Let's see. And it didn't even kick us off. We went that's over the two-hour mark, and we're both still on the air. <laughs> I know. This is pretty crazy. We are at 207 right now. Well, then good. I can kind of tell you some, tell everybody some really quick things that I'm pretty excited about. Oh. I'm pregnant. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not pregnant. Who's the daddy? <laughs> Don't worry about that. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> um, so, no. Uh, so, I'm right now, uh, I have a game called Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. And it cut him out. <laughs> God damn it. I knew it was too good to be true. I jinxed it by actually mentioning that we were still on the air. Um. All right. Well, I guess Peter is no longer on the line, according to the old switchboard here. So uh, I guess I'm going to end the show, and we'll have to get into the big, exciting announcements next time. Fuck. All right. Uh, well, everybody out there, just remember to keep flipping your and uh, have a great rest of your week. Bye bye.